Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to From a Fan's Perspective, the Birds Podcast. I'd like to just start off and say, if you're listening to us on Spotify or any other podcast application, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if you just want to share your thoughts or have an Eagles point to put out or any Philadelphia sports point to put out and you want to share, tweet us at From a Fan Pod or on Facebook we're at From a Fan Pod as well. So this week I watched the Bills game from week eight and this game was, it was a windy game. So the offenses were going to be running the ball a lot more, which actually ended up happening. And the Eagles offense really excelled in this game when it came to the running game. We saw Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders both having a huge game in just the run game itself, but also the screen game. And Miles Sanders really only played two quarters. He only got three carries and got 74 yards. It was an easy defense to run up against it seemed like Jordan Howard was the workhorse he got 23 carries and 96 yards this week I want to talk about the running back because it seems like when the Eagles run the ball they have a lot more success both in the passing game and just in winning in general this this game they ran the ball almost twice as much as they threw the ball and most of that again was because of the win they ran the ball 41 times while only passing the ball 24 times the bills in this game came in at five and one and while I was watching rewatching the game this week I was really wondering how they were five and one especially watching this game Josh Allen fumbled the ball multiple times which didn't help he was sacked four times the defense the Eagles defense in this game looked very good uh, against the five and one team a team that was scoring high numbers every week and they held them to 13 points one interesting thing that I did see coming out of this game is I thought it was funny that we have all this talk about Jadavian Clowney and how nobody wants him in Philadelphia because he injured Carl Carson Wentz with a violent hit. But in the first quarter of this game, Josh Allen slides and Malcolm Jenkins does the exact same thing, except it was face to face and helmet to helmet instead of from behind and a head first diving uh, slide. Josh Allen actually slid feet first. Malcolm Jenkins came in helmet to helmet contact when he was already on the ground and a flag was called. The right thing happened. It was a penalty, but people seem to forget about that and not call for Malcolm Jenkins to get suspended or run out of Philadelphia. And it doesn't even sound like Buffalo was that upset about it because it wasn't even a topic. I just found that ironic out of this game. But like I said, today I want to really talk about the running back because Jordan Howard is no longer with the team. And in this game, he helped open up everything. He really pushed the line. He was keeping those legs moving the whole game. And he really should have had 100 yards the refs took a couple yards away from him in a couple plays where they blew the whistle early but he had 96 yards and a touchdown and it was a, a great game and then in the passing game he got another 15 yards but miles sanders had 44 yards for off of catches and he looked good there too so i want to really talk about miles sanders and where this career could go for him looking at the numbers miles sanders is kind of a surprise the numbers he put up in his rookie season is pretty phenomenal. He put up 818 yards rushing and 509 yards receiving. That's pretty good. I mean, it's top 20 rushing yards. It's pretty high up there for receiving yards on from a running back. And I wanted to go back and look at some of the other seasons and see how often a rookie running back who isn't the main running back. I mean, remember we had Jordan Howard. I wanted to see how many, how often a non-top running back, meaning not someone like Todd Gurley, not someone like Alvin Kamara, not someone like Saquon Barkley. When was the last time that a, we'll call him second tier running back. I, I mean, his skill is better than second tier, but in the 
terms of the draft value, he's a second-tier running back. He wasn't going to get drafted in the first round. People weren't going to trade up for him to draft him. I, I went back and looked over the last five seasons how many rookies were in the top 20, and I really struggled to find any. Last year, we had Miles Sanders right outside of the top 20. He was 21. The only other surprise rookie on the top 20 rushing list from last year is maybe Josh Jacobs, who's actually in the eighth spot. But again, he was the power run- the powerhouse running back. He's the one that was carrying all the load. So splitting time with Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders being at 21 with 818 yards is pretty good. I mean, right ahead of him is Todd Gurley with 857 yards. He didn't play a full season, uh, but he's right behind Todd Gurley. David Montgomery, 89. Adrian Peterson, 898. Sony Michelle, 912. And then you get into Saquon Barkley with 1,003. So my point is that for being a rookie that split time, being in the top 20 is actually pretty good, um, especially against his peers last year. Miles Sanders was the guy. Now, if we go back to 2018, there's really nobody that I can find. There's um, there's Philip Lindsay that's in the top 20. He was a surprise for sure to be a top 20 running back as a rookie, and he did share some carries, but he also isn't the same running catch running back that uh, Miles Sanders is. He only had 241 yards. He had 192 rushes and got 100 or 1,037 yards, while Miles Sanders did his 818 on 179 yards. So their averages as far as rushing were a little bit off philip Lindsay got a little bit more per carry but miles sanders also got more catching so in the end of 2018 i i, I give philip Lindsay credit he's in the top 10 actually and then 2017 we went back to 2017 took a look i don't see anybody on that list that would be considered a rookie that shares time i mean we had kareem hunt but kareem hunt was the guy um, so there was nobody else in the top 20 that I would consider sharing carries and being a surprise to be there as a rookie. 2016, same thing. We had Zeke run away with it, but he was supposed to. We don't really have any other rookie that was sharing time or rookie in general at that year in the top 20. The next closest rookie to the top 20 looks like it's Derrick Henry at 490 yards and he's in 36th. So again, Miles Sanders being in the top 20, it's pretty impressive with the team that he came into having Jordan Howard in front of him. And then I went back one more year to 2015. I don't see anybody here other than Thomas Rawls. He's in the top 16. He had 830 yards and he had a couple other guys in the backfield with him in 2015. He only got 76 yards receiving though. So that 830 yards rushing isn't as big of an impact as Miles Sanders had. But it got me thinking like, okay, so I'm trying to compare to guys who split the ball, guys who weren't as much of a sure thing. But how about we compare him to the people who are a sure thing? Let's compare it to Kareem Hunt's rookie season, Saquon Barkley's rookie season, since everybody loves to say Miles Sanders was Saquon's backup. Uh, McCaffrey's rookie season, Gordon, Kamara. Let's take a look at that. So first we'll start with Kareem Hunt. He's not going to touch Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt had 1,300 rushing yards and 455 catching. So I don't think he's going to be the next Kareem Hunt. I don't think anybody thinks he is, but Miles Sanders thinks he's going to be an MVP and he has to put up numbers like that to become the MVP. And right now, with having only himself in the backfield with Corey Clement, he has the opportunity to do that because I do see them going to Miles Sanders a lot more than working in Corey Clement. Corey Clement, I see as being more of a rollback. Um, But for Miles Sanders to do this, he's going to have to really be in on every snap 
and they're going to have to run the ball a lot more. But I don't think Miles Sanders 830 yards and 509 receiving yards will ever amount to that. Uh, even in future years but if you look at Saquon Barkley then he had 1300 rushing as well and 700 rushing or receiving yards so again Miles Sanders is a little bit behind him but you have to remember that Kareem Hunt and Saquon Barkley were were the guys in their rookie season nobody else had time in the backfield it was very few and far between that people were in the backfield other than them So then Christian McCaffrey, his rookie season, he only got 435 rushing yards and 651 receiving yards. He was more of a receiver that year. He had Jonathan Stewart that year, so he had to share time with him. So I get why he didn't have a ton of yards, but it wasn't a very impressive rookie season. And look at him now, only two years removed from that. He's at 1,300 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving, and he'd signed the biggest running back deal there was. And people are starting to compare Miles Sanders to him, and he far out, uh, far exceeded Christian McCaffrey in his rookie season. And then you go to someone like Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon isn't as much of a pass catcher but he got 641 rushing yards and 192 receiving yards his rookie season. His best receiving year was actually less than Miles Sanders' receiving year this year. It was 476 in 2017. Uh, so even if he could get to a level like that. Um, and then Alvin Kamara. Al- Alvin Kamara had 728 rushing yards and 826 receiving yards. So overall, they were pretty close as far as a rookie season goes. They had a lot different of a look, though, because in Kamara's rookie season, he was a top pick. He should have been doing very well. I mean, he wasn't starting every game, but he was. He got 100 targets in the passing game. He had 120 rushes. So he did a little bit more per target and per carry than Miles did, but it was kind of expected from Kamara to be that top guy. And the point of all of this is that I think that Miles Sanders was one of Howie's value picks. He found a guy that people knew had talent, but they weren't ranking him very high in the draft, and it really worked out. So it kind of shows that you don't need to go and get Saquon Barkley. You don't have to move up to get Saquon Barkley. Sure, having Saquon Barkley, that changes your team completely. But you can find running backs that are going to do what they need to do. And Miles Sanders is that guy. He's an explosive player. I am very excited to see him in 2020 or whenever the next season is. My biggest concern, though, is that Miles Sanders isn't Saquon Barkley. Miles Sanders isn't Alvin Kamara. Miles Sanders isn't um, even Jordan Howard, who can carry the ball every play. He can keep going and going and going. I think there's a little bit of a limit to Miles because his game is more about speed than power. So you're going to need to have endurance and stamina for that. Whereas a guy like Jordan Howard, the more work he gets, the more in a groove he gets. And Miles Sanders isn't like that. And then the other thing is because of that quick action style of running back where there's a lot of pivots and a lot of moves and bouncing off of people, he has a bigger risk for injury then. And only having Corey Clement behind him is a little bit of a concern of mine. In 2020, there's no Jordan Howard. There's nobody that's going to be able to fill in during a Bills game when Miles Sanders goes out with a shoulder injury. We have Boston Scott, but Boston Scott definitely can't carry the ball every play. And I'm looking for how to really make a move here. I don't know who's really left at this point for them to pick up at running back. 
because Devontae Freeman's gone now. Uh, I think to get someone, they're going to have to make a trade unless they bring in someone like LaShawn McCoy. And I've talked about that. I really don't think that bringing in LaShawn McCoy is a great idea. Um, Now, I'm saying that with the hopes that they're going to bring someone else in. If they bring no one else in, sure, go get LaShawn McCoy. And let's just make that depth a little bit better in the backfield. Because what we really saw in 2019 is that when the Eagles run the ball, they really are able to perform well. They, Like I said, they threw the ball only 24 times against the Bills, mostly because of the win. But running the ball 41 times, they won. They ran the ball more against Green Bay. They won. Against Dallas, they should have run the ball more. They didn't. Against Minnesota, they should have run the ball more. They didn't. And it's not because they can't depend on Carson Wentz in the passing game is because to get Carson Wentz's passing game going, they need to open it up with, especially with the receivers they had at the time. Now with a little bit more speed, they might be okay to get away with a more balanced or pass heavy attack where the speed is getting the guys open, not necessarily having to worry about the run. Um, The Eagles last year should have been using play action a lot more and to make that believable, they have to run the ball. But when you're only running the ball sometimes 18 times a game, you're not going to trick somebody into a play action they're going to take the risk of letting up an an extra yard or two by being a step late on the play action just to make sure they're not beat over the top so again i think that the key to the 2020 season is going to be balancing that running attack with the passing attack. And I don't think that Miles Sanders alone is going to be able to do that. So I really want to see them pick up somebody, make a trade. I need somebody else in that backfield. And that's me assuming that Miles Sanders cannot be the workhorse, cannot take every snap. I don't know for a fact because um, he did it at Penn State for his senior year. He did it for part of the season last year. There were games where he took most of the snaps, but I don't know how that looks in a 16 game season in the NFL. So I I just really one like to get depth there and two kind of get a guy who has a little bit more experience as being that workhorse but the thing is a running back's life is short in the nfl so sophomore year in the nfl that's when a lot of these running backs who had better than expected rookie seasons take over and take off. But I also want to preserve him. I don't want him to be a 270 attempt running back because he needs to preserve himself for a longer career because this is the exact style running back that Carson Wentz needs. Someone who is able to pick up blocks, which he got better at towards the end of the season. He's able to chip those blocks and get out into the flat to get open. He's able to catch the ball and then make space not just catch the ball in space. He will catch the ball in a crowd and run across the field around the defenders. And that is what Miles Sanders does. He did it in this Buffalo Bills game that I watched today. He created a 25-yard catch all on his own. The line helped, but he found the hole immediately. He hit it hard and he got down the field. And the offense just needs a guy like that for the long run. And he's not a guy that you're going to find everywhere. He's kind of a hidden gem. And I'd like to keep him for as long as we can. And to do that, we need to find someone else how he needs to make a move like he has in the past years and really find somebody to compliment Miles Sanders. We lost Jordan Howard, who was a great compliment to him, but we've done this before. We've had a hole in the backfield. We've filled it even mid-season. So I have confidence that by the main part of next season, even if it doesn't happen in the offseason, we're going to find someone to bring in because to make that playoff run, we're going to need more than Miles Sanders, even though Miles Sanders is going to have a great season, hopefully an MVP campaign. And I know some people are upset that Miles Miles Sanders said that he's going to be an MVP. Do any of us really think that that's realistic, that a running back is going to be an MVP in the NFL this day and age? No. But with the way that Christian McCaffrey is going and the way 
that offenses are changing, I could see it happening. I'm not saying Miles Sanders is going to be the MVP, but I love that attitude that he thinks he's going to be. He's confident in saying it. He put it out there and now it's on him to make this the great season it needs to be. Let's hope for that MVP campaign. Follow me on Twitter at FromAFanPod, Facebook FromAFanPod, and follow anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Also, there's more content at FromAFanPod.com. And as always, go Birds!